Welcome to episode 14 of the Hype Training Podcast, where today we're joined with a fully-fledged Hype Train, young Sam Schofield, Liam Bird, and one very, very special guest. He is so special. (laughs) Now this is an episode that's been building for a while, so if you're a long-time listener, um, all five of you, and the guest is actually one of our long-time listeners, so he'd be watching this back right now, but um... We're delighted to introduce, uh, we've actually got a bit of an introduction from, so I'm going to let Billy sort of um, begin that and I'm going to continue it. In, in T1, in the left corner, we have, na- we have weighing in at <laughs> 155 pounds. <laughs> he stands six foot, one inch tall, two different measurements. <laughs> he hails from way of my rang- my rangy bay, and he the raining, <laughs> the raining defeated, only hunger hard defeated, only hunger, the only hungry, the only hungry halfy of the marathon world. champion, none other than the Ryan Williams. <laughs> Now, how does it feel, Ryan, to have, you know, to be graced with the offer to join the Hype Training Podcast? Finally, I mean, you've been listening tentatively for the last 13 episodes thinking, when am I going to get my shot? To be honest, I knew it was going to come. It was just a matter of time. Um, I think Sam Schofield builds it up uh, pretty well, as you know, being a half marathon champion. Yeah, and, and that's all. It, and that, and that, for the listeners that want to get on, all it takes is a notable win, and not just a notable. Like this is only hunger half. Like it's a world, it's a world class event. I think they have they have different tiers for half marathons. I think you have gold tier, um, probably silver. Yeah, silver. Yeah, like like it's more more important than the Gold Coast half. But Jazz was talking about how many tiers were in that one, right? Yeah, she yeah. said it was like Platinum League. It's like the Platinum League, but the only hung a half is bigger than that, I've heard. And like, so we're quite honoured to have you on today, having dominated and won, you know, won and dominated the only hung a half with an impressive time of... 1 hour, 14, 38 seconds. We will give you a round of applause for that, yeah. <laughs> and we also give you a chance to plug the sponsors, so if you'd like to um, bring your sponsors down to the level of this podcast, <laughs> please feel free to go. One square meal. One <laughs> square meal. He hasn't had a chat to his PR team. You've got to do a bit more than yeah, that. Yeah, a bit more than that, mate. <laughs> what does one square meal do for you, mate? Like, how does that help during training? Because I know you're a bit of a fuel... Oh, it's just the the carbohydrates in them, and it's got the bars they've given me is chopped up with honey in them. You know, honey's full of good natural carbohydrates, um, and you know it's just it's the fuel that you need for your training. You know, when you're battling out there, it's just perfect. You just got to grab out that OSM bar, and you know she'll be right. Yeah, you're a bit of a boink athlete, right? Like you you rely on those carbs to to get you through the training. Um, notably, uh seven jowls in a two-hour ride. That's a um, common occurrence for you, eh, Ryan? I think the more the better, to be honest. You know, it's basically like fuel for your body. It's just, the more you have, you just feel better about yourself. Would, would you say it's more of a mental game? You're like, you think the opponent's looking at me like, fuck, he's had six jowls in 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> How am I gonna keep up with him on the run? <laughs> you must have pushed it out some watts. Yeah. <laughs> now, for a bit of a race recap, gel by gel, if you, if you broke, the only hung a half down gel by gel. Um, you know, how did you how did you go out? Did you have a gel before you started? Yeah, I did. You did? Yeah. And then how and how hard did you go out? Did you go out at a nice sort of uh, control pace or did you go out like um, Jasmine Finney, um, all guns blazing? <laughs> no, it was because Denny and I were my training partner Denny, um, we were pacing it pretty smartly, so we uh, stuck at a three twenty four first K. Um, and then we got a bit excited over the first K because there's some Whippets guy, true fake sender. Um, and he, he, uh, but he had cool kit on though, eh? The, That's the, about the extent of it. We don't go for the Whippets colours, we're only a tackle or a base. 
type of guy. I, um, I don't understand. What's the relationship there? Because you're kind of, you race for Taka, but then you're a base yeah, baby. Yeah, that's a good topic. Okay, oh. and we've got a lot of base baby listeners right now, so he's walking on eggshells. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if we do. We do now, we do now. Oh, it's because Sam's on, we've got no, a lot this, of base this, baby this listeners. This is a hot topic for Bay's uh, Tacker relationship I have. Um, no, I raced for Tacker. They they approached me after a rat race last year and gave me a free singlet, and so I, I was inclined to join them. And I'm just, you know, I'm a loyal guy, so um, I Lo- just could Your loyalty's live uh, with the grassroots. Free singlets. <laughs> yeah. With the grassroots, you know, like that, that club that supported you through grassroots, you should really, you know, head them back, I guess, and that's how you're doing this. Exactly. Representing them strongly at... And so that's why I'll join uh, Bays next year. For a free singlet? No. Oh, actually, uh, Jasmine did actually hit me up to join Bays, Babes, of the men's division, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I had to decline. It's a work in oh, progress, Sam Yeah, I also got... Uh, requ- I also was requested to join, and now it's that request is seeming sort of a little bit more stock standard. Which yeah. is well, I think they revoked it after my woman comment. Yeah. Well, I have well, been known to race as a Bayes Bay. Um, oh, yeah. you've actually been known to race, to switch genders in, in race. Mid race. You were um, literally a Bayes Bay. I was a Bayes Bay. Should we yeah. just quickly run through? You identify as a female. Uh, I may have. Billy may have won the Auckland Women's Half Marathon. Oh, full marathon. As a Bayes Bay. As a Bayes Bay. Under the name of oh, another Bayes Bay. Wow, it's getting windy outside, boys. Um, let's hope that we're safe. Right now, boy, we've got any actual content for the podcast. Okay, no, no, no. no, no, no we haven't finished uh, Ryan's race debrief here. So, so, so that was gel one. Yeah. So we've got to get into gel two. Yeah. What, what happened after gel two? Gel two was at 16K. So I, I went and took uh, drinks from the aid stations, every aid station. So the first one was about 3Ks in. Uh, it had electrolytes at it. And I got about a solid 10 mils of electrolytes. Uh, the rest of it went to my eye. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but you're used to taking salty loads. Hey, hey, I was on the same page. <laughs> it was definitely sticky later on. I can tell you that. <laughs> you just left it there, you know. No, I cleaned it up a little bit. If you take an electrolyte shot or a gel shot that you know you might you don't like so much, do you spit it out or do you just swallow it regardless? <laughs> Um, maybe a, maybe a shot electrolyte shot that's too salty or no, you, or you cucumber can, flavored. You've got to swallow pineapple. Pineapple. You definitely got to swallow, man. Okay, cool. Because you still need the carbohydrates. Of exactly. Okay. You can't you just can't like, miss an opportunity for carbs. This just fake you. Okay, so you're sixteen k in, and you're still holding pace. Yeah. Just <laughs> still just about. So you're hanging on for dear life. Is Denny still with you at this point? Yeah, Denny was with me until twenty k's. Um, so it was a bit of a battle the two of, the two of us had. Um, we had actually, we were in third and fourth for the first 10k, both of us thinking that we weren't even going to podium because um, there was another guy coming right behind us. And then um, we overtook that Whippets bake sender that went out too hard. Um, and for, if, in, just in case you are that Whippet, We'd like to have you on for the next podcast for a bit of rebuttal. Or just or just a segment, like send us a video of your thoughts on... Yeah, send us, and you'll go straight up on our reels. <laughs> We're highly <laughs> doubtful. Awesome. I think his name is Steve Firminger. Firminger? Oh, a real, name dropper. Get a real name. Yeah, I've name dropped him. Get a real name. Okay, he's, 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 he's in Whippets, mate. He's, oh. he's from Buddy Bro. Yeah, get a real name. <laughs> get a grip, mate. So I feel saying this because he's joining Bayes next year. He knows it as well. In a big way. Well, so, so you're still you're hanging on to your your pace. Yeah, and then, then obviously pass first and second. They consecutively blow up. Uh, the guy in second blew up the whippet skeezer, and then the guy in first. We only overtook him at about fourteen k's, and um, Denny's cousin was pacing us on the bike, and at about four k's through. Oh, oh, Kieran. Kieran Coates. Yeah, I saw him with Kieran. So, yeah. well, hang on. So that you've got a bike pacer. Yeah. A legal move, isn't that not? It was a little bit, but you know. Oh, it's a, it's a prestigious event. Like when you're in the the upper platinum tier, like, yeah, you're allowed to get a bike pacer. Prestigious runners, like they're gonna they're gonna put all out for us. Yeah, draft opportunities. There, I've been DQ'd for less. No, no, not a Kiwi man. 
Was there a pacer at Cuban? Oh, mm. hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> Wait, did you have the record? Is it got a... Do you have the Kiwi Man record? No way, is that the Kiwi Man trophy? Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sensing a little bit of hesitation. Back to... Reel us in a bit, Sam, come on. Reel the boys in. Okay, so you finish across the line, you're fucked. Well, um, I was, I was alright when I crossed the line. Denny was like that Johnny Brownlee, Alistair Brownlee sort of type moment. He came second day. Yeah. Um, so were you neck and neck until the last hundred? What what happened? Neck and neck to the last K, and then I put a little effort in. Yeah, yeah. I was I was sick of coming second. All of my. Would head... you usually say? Would you say you usually come second, or is it? Oh, I would say I usually come second. Good on you, mate. Because Liam Bird always comes first, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I've got to make sure that I come second. I'm in in the race with you. You always come second, and I come first. Yeah, you like coming first, so yes. I was quite disappointed. I thought, you know, this time it's my time to come first. And I'm so sorry if you're such a second-rate chap. But yeah, then I put the hammer down on Denny, and you know, we never looked back. And then, you know, all your aspirations of winning that first big race, you thought, you know, I'm just going to be surrounded by Bay's babes cheering me on. Uh, What's that? How did that, did that come to fruition? Uh, by Bay's Babes yeah I had Mia and my mum there and they they were the babes at the finish line although you've been very babe. smooth transition have you since been um, inundated with like fanfare and, and messages just from the female generally female population oh of course when you win the only hunger half marathon you put your name out there as you know one of those guys to beat and you're just yeah. such an icon that no, so you feel there's a target on your back, but also you've become, I suppose, a sexual icon. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think Liam Bird's the real sexual icon. No, no, that Sam, Sam's the one that brings in the in the female audience, as they say. <laughs> I mean, as a long-time listener of this podcast... First-time caller. First-time caller. I have to admit, Sam Schofield is the funniest one of you bunch. His oh. one-liners... I've had many chats with people, and we all love Sam Schofield's one-liners. Yeah, um, well, thanks, Ryan. You like the you like the spread Sam's one-liners, uh, even when Sam <laughs> has disclosed them to just you. Yeah, we've had issues with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, Ryan, a reoccurring segment that we have here at the Heart Training Podcast is the topic of fake senders and we ask yeah, our guests topic. much like we ask top gear um guests to race around a track we ask our guests to uh, propose a new fake sender um identifier i suppose and do you have any fake sender submissions yeah of course i've come prepared to this i knew that this was going to come yeah. Um, you love that word, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so what, what came for you, uh, Ryan? Uh, <laughs> the the real fake senders, I reckon, are those that use Apple Watches. Like, oh, fucking cool. Bonus points on the gold. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not wearing a Garmin watch, you're a fake sender, to be honest. Like, Fitbits, Apple Watches, like, who do you think you are? You're yeah. just you're fucking spy kid. Is who you are? <laughs> you are. You're Inspector Gadget or something with well, that shit. Uh, if you're using the Omni tricks from Ben Ten, uh, trying to morph into uh, yeah. what's that? I don't even know any of the monsters anymore. Yeah. Monsters. Firestorm. Firestorm. <laughs> I was reading you're such a subpar athlete if you're not using Garmin watches. Yeah. Yeah. I... Although I think another tear up from that like so you've got fake senders who use apple or uh or fitbit and then you've got well, carry of, the iphone carry the yeah carry the iphone that's or, a classic yeah. move yeah. using the using the data to um run the strava or the oh, or the yeah. pants that their phone sits in or a band yeah it's classic. Like, yeah man. classic yeah. but then so then you move up into the garment which yeah. is like senders yeah. real senders and then i think the people who run without yeah it's full full circle. that is full that's that's sick um, well, it's slightly like perverted, yeah, you know, like pure, full masochist. Yeah, like, so yeah. I hear back, at, like back in the day, John Walker and stuff. They used to the stopwatch, put it in the letterbox, masochist, run out in the white hats, come back. Oh yeah, two and a half hours. That's how long their run was. 
Well, one of the Bay's babes actually, Lauren Gallon, she said that she grew up running and instead of using a watch, she ran with one of those stopwatches as well. And that was how she would time her workouts. I've done that I in workouts like, before when I forgot my watch. Mm, I like that. Ding, you can use ding. a big stopwatch. I like it. I think there's something stylish about it. Uh, speaking of style, Liam and I have sort of uh, really embraced, recently really embraced um, the mountain bike slash gravel fashion of wearing shirts you know button-up shirts with collars uh, or i think you could call them hawaiian shirts we tend to go towards the hawaiian mm -hmm. shirt because it's it's light and it's um it's vibrant and and it's energetic what do you boys think of hawaiian shirts on a gravel bike well when i saw you guys out on that ride uh that time when you guys were wearing them i have to admit you boys looked hella sexy. It was a very nice fit. Um, I think, yeah, you guys pulled it off, man. It's, it's got to be a new fashion trend. I saw you were wearing one, Liam, on your training the other yeah, day. Yeah, solo. I was uh, roasted by many people for <laughs> solo <laughs> bike I've got an interesting um, comment about the mountain bike rides. First, road cycling, we're all road cyclists here. Um, do you think you get more or less abuse as a mountain biker? Well, you would think you would get I would think you'd get less abuse as a mountain biker because you're not a, a lycra pansy. Yeah. However, we've experienced nothing but verbal abuse yeah. with those Hawaiian shirts on. And in fact, this brings us to an incredible story. Oh, did we raise this last week? Did we? Oh, we can bring it up again. Yeah, we got, we got the worst heckling I've ever received going down the Albany Highway. 10 minutes after you saw us, guy hanging out the window. You know, uh, with his with his um, face hats, face hats on, Covered hanging out, at, like effing and blind, like you wouldn't believe. And uh, I just thought, mate, this guy's got a point. You know, like my life is a mess. You know? <laughs> I'm out on Sunday, wasting my weekend getting fit, while he's just getting fucked. And uh, I thought, you know what, he's got a great point. You know, I am an asshole, and uh, I'd really like to aspire to be like that bloke. Um, who's on the benefit, um, his face is covered in so many tattoos, he's now unemployable, and he's probably quite deep into the, uh, the habit of meh. But some uh, members like that that I think really contribute to New Zealand society. Yes. So, yeah, there's well, definitely more people. Why would you not? Like, have you seen the Ram Raids? Like, mate, he is the leader of those. Like, he's an absolute trooper. Yeah, yeah. and I just think I could be doing something productive with my weekends instead of getting fit. His street name is Michael Hill. That's where he's been raining. <laughs> well, my problem was, I caught most of the abuse, and, and, and Jack Billy Bowman and Jack Werner Milan pissed off back down the road. They, they didn't want to have any of it, any bar of it. Yeah, I would say that I am... I'd like to... i prefer to deflate a situation rather than escalate a situation. Um, if it comes to it, I'm there, but, like... I think maturity says, says that sort of deflating a situation is the better option. Always take the high road. Um, I did get the bloke's number plate. Um, but actually the driver of the car wasn't that unreasonable. It was just the mong hanging out the window. <laughs> mong. <laughs> <laughs> On that same stretch of road the week before, Sam and I had an incident with a lady. Oh, yeah. This is just a classic Karen, though. Yeah. <laughs> I so, reckon the name was Karen. She actually, so there's a different tiers to abuse in cycling. There's just the classic four-wheel drive Hilux Utes. It's all right. You know it's coming. You're like, you see that one on the, from a mile away. Um, there's ones that just sound the horn as soon as they see you and as soon as, uh, all the way to the, they come past you. So we had one of those and it was a boomer. Um, and she didn't, lots of them don't actually realize how fast you are on a bike especially with two of them. So we have one come past on Green Hive Road, um, complete, complete um, boomer. And me and Ryan took it to catching up to her at the next traffic light, which we did. We pulled onto her as it went green and she sped off because she was scared of us. Um, Sam Schofield, obviously, very intimidating guy. Um, yeah. And so we then thought, you know what? We're not giving up on this chase. And we kept going, and we went for it again. And yeah. um, turns out, she was the first. She was the front of the next at the next traffic lights, and uh, we caught on to her after about two days of 
absolutely sending it. And, and most people here would pull the finger, but I did something I think she thought about a lot more that day. I gave her the thumbs down, um, <laughs> which she took a photo of actually. Classic. So then I just thought I'd start flexing. And why do you find the thumbs down technique so effective, Sam? Uh, what do you think is the psychology behind it? Yeah, I think it sort of, sort of relates back to when you're a child and you just your parents are disappointed they're not mad, and it just hurts more. Yeah. You said you were flexing, like, we measured your bicep the other day, was that quite, in, uh, yeah, quite intimidating of you? Um... Yeah, so, um, there's been bicep um, size questions, and now Ryan's on the show, I was I actually had a one centimetre smaller bicep than Liam. Than me, yeah. Yes. And Laura Quilter. And Laura Quilter, so now I'm having to compare against Ryan Williams. Oh boys, if, you're, if you're only one centimetre shorter than... No, we don't need to get yours, but like... Oh, do we know mine? We know. We already know yours. Yours is... Oh! Let's go this is a long sleeve. It's a long sleeve. 29. Oh, so oh, do, we do we tense? Do we tense? Yeah, yeah. Alright, we'll be doing the rest of the show shirtless. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting that out of here. Are you tensing as hard as you can? No, I am. It's 27. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, remission. Wait, left arm, left arm. Oh, I didn't get a remission. Oh, no, There's no way your left arm's gonna be bigger. <laughs> you know what's one is though. <laughs> oh yeah, still looking like it. Oh, that's a 28, and maybe a 28.5, but how is your left arm bigger than your right? Uh, I know how he's split. He's not left-handed. It's not left-handed. Let's get that no. a little bit, a little bit cozier, eh? Oh, I'm going to. Wait, you just moved. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say. I'd say we're a draw. Right, yeah. this uh, moves us on to a, a real big topic amongst the community, um, and it's basically a mixture of concern and comment. Uh, Ryan's like, like, bloody reasonable on a bike. Obviously, can crack out a good half marathon. Uh, but as a triathlete, there are three disciplines. And there has been concern that the swimming is not quite there yet. Yet. Keyword. Keyword. Yes. Would you like to elaborate? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, firstly, the three boys I'm sitting with. Absolute phenomenal swimmers. Billy Bowman grew up swimming. Can uh, probably challenge any of the top swimmers in the world. Matt Hauser, hey, race this guy. I'm telling you. He's a racist guy over there, that's for sure. <laughs> Sam is now implementing the once a fortnight swim strategy. Sam Schofield is, was a good swimmer. Um, was. Has a new strategy um, and is focusing more on the bike and run, which is understandable on the bike. It's, it is the longest leg. Uh, the run, I don't think Sam Schofield has any chance of beating his uh, dad's uh, PBs. He's uh, living in his dad's shadows. Oh, well, come on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, <Grant> Schofield. <laughs> G-Dog. And uh, Liam, obviously, was New Zealand's 400-metre freestyle champion in 2006. So true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, with these four-inch arms on mine. <laughs> Are your arms, is your dick longer than your arms? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, yes. carry on. But yeah, I didn't grow up swimming, and you know, I'm I'm about to take it to these boys one day, one day in the far future, um, but in the current unforeseeable future. You had another submission for fake senders that we discussed earlier around <laughs> those that can't tumble turn. I did. And uh, so can you tumble turn? Uh, I mean, I could try. I, I can't in a swim like set, but you know, we're, we're getting there, slowly. We could, we're, this might, um, this might digress onto uh, the Aura Swim Race podcast. Um, we'll have Ryan on where we'll, we'll video his swimming and then completely destroy him in front of the public. Friend of the uh, show. Friend of the show, mm. uh, Aura Swim Race podcast, um, and we dissect well, I think it's, it needs to be done. My swimming can only get better. And that's a growth mindset. Yeah, and that's, that's what we like. All about growth. Um, um, did we have a peerless variety? 
Is there a music player? Yeah, we like to. Um... I swear there's music playing. There is music playing. Gearpods? It's right on his phone. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Ryan. Candy, don't even know that song. You're a, freak, you're a frequent of the Bay's Waves, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so yeah, like, oh, any favourites? Oh, oh, we can't go into that. No, yeah, which one's friends your of the show? favourite fast runner? <laughs> yeah, what's your favourite show? I want a one to three ranking on personality. On uh, friendliness? Oh. On friendliness, like, as a, as a new person to join Bay's Babes, like, who would be the most willing to chat to you? Yeah, 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 the friendliness. Oh, I think... Number one, it's got to be um, what's her name? For friendliness, we we oh, Irish. yeah um, oh Bridget, Bridget, she's very friendly. Oh, I think Charlie's the friendliest. She's oh yes, open. Oh uh, yeah, good friend, friend of you. Um, friend of the show, friend of the show, Charlie. Did she listen? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we asked if she listened, and she was like, nah. Oh no, she she stirred away from the conversation. <laughs> she digressed. Digressed, yeah. I'd say. Number two friendliest would be who's the most like probably um, Natasha right? Mm. She's real friendly, mm. um, and then probably number three Bridget Dennehy. Mm. Um, all the others though absolutely lovely, and once you get to know them, they're awesome. Great bunch of girls. Um, are you um? There's you... one mad French chick though, isn't there? Oh, you're yeah, crazy! Oh, quite God. talented. That's another friend of the show. <laughs> It's a friend of Billy Clara's. Clara's got to come on, I reckon. Yeah, we can get Clara on. Yeah, we'll get Clara on next time. And we've got to like, come up with uh, triathlon phrases. Well, she'll probably up the production of this, of this show. Yeah, she might, up, she might bump the production <laughs> yeah, and follow yeah, the yeah. update. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you don't already, get on board. Uh, follow the Tripod New Zealand Instagram Ram account page, yeah. and get on. Get it on. Um, are you racing cross-country nationals? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. When is it? Uh, it's July the end of the month, the, 20, uh, the 30th. Oh, sure. so yeah. yeah. You should do it. Yeah. Could do it. Yeah, it's yeah. National Day, but it's all good. Yeah, and no, I have to join a club for that one. I think I've signed up already, though. This is a... You base? Yeah, I've signed up for base, bro. Are you base? I'm oh, dicker. Ah, oh, bro. Sam. Wait, have you actually joined the club? Yeah, I'm in base now. Are you actually? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've signed up for base. Did Jazz message you? Yeah, Jazz. Jazz got me on Welcome board. aboard. We're well, spreading, we're spreading the North Harbour hype everywhere. To all the Bays babes listening, this is your new member, Liam Bird. No, no, no. Now I'm the top friendliest one, is that? Alright, well, what, do we got? what else have we got? Uh, <laughs> anyway, oh. so this is a surprise topic for, for you guys, and I think I want you to think on your toes here. Yep, I'm ready. Uh, I'm not. That's what I live for. Sam and I do a lot of. Talking on runs about this. Yeah, topic. yeah, a lot of co- we we cogitate on a lot of uh, topics while we're out running, and uh, one of them that we think is going to be fantastic and we want you to really get involved in mm. is the reviewing of drinking fountains. Yes, you know, like a, a real big skill set of the long run is knowing, identifying, and knowing where your next drop of water is coming from. And in the Western world, in the first world, we had drinking fountains where you might take a little drink from. And uh, we've become very familiar with North Shore's drinking fountains. We wondered if you have any personal favourites up in the Myrangi Bay. I have one big favourite, and that's around Lake Pukki by the Pump House. That is a saviour. The Pump House... Fountain. You drop down to the pump house fountain? Yeah, you got to drop down the hill and then you just got to bounce back up. And it's it worth the hill dropping down that yeah. hill it's to get a hundred percent worth it. So if you that reach, the lake? Down at the lake? Yeah, yeah right next to the pump house. I don't think we can even comment because I don't think I've been there. Well, we I've to, been down there. Yeah, yeah, we used to jump in and then jump out. See, I would, I would, personally, I'd avoid dropping down and I'd just stay up the top and then get the one outside the swimming pool. Straight to moment pick, I'd go. Oh, there is the one outside the swimming pool. There's one straight outside the swimming pool. You know pool. what? I've actually never thought about that and never used that. I always go down the hill to the But house. Sam and I, we'd like to ha- actually, we'd like to hear of Liam's water source on the west. Western water sources. Uh, out west. Well, there used to be one at the um, filter station at um, Exhibition Drive, but they took it away because it's now like a decommissioned site. So they have that a was, slip? That was, that, no, they didn't have a slip. It was just, it was just the old filter station. 
But that that was the one everyone used to go to that everyone's disappointed about now. But there's not too many water fountains. I do because I do most of my running out in the out in the Y-Tanks. So you take a camel pack. I actually carry a water bottle in your in your hand. There's or, or you go into the streams. Straight I'd like to say camelbacks. Fake sender. Borderline fake sender. Yeah. No, I don't think it's borderline. It it's definitely yeah. a fake sender. Especially if you're you're a walking aid station and you're fucking going for a five k run, you know. Oh, but, but yeah, it yeah, depends. Do I... you get those battlers that are doing a hundred k's out there? Yeah, but you do get the um, ultra runners who actually need them. Yeah. Or oh, those those geezers, they need them. Fair enough. But if you're That's like only having right? a half marathon, can confirm there was one guy. Shout out to that guy, whoever you are, and he was had a camel pack there is aid stations there was four aid stations well two of them but you ran past it twice four of them over mm. 21 yeah, days but you, you need a camel makes the question do i need the camel back oh i just don't know why i would say if your event is under four hours yeah there's no excuse for a camel back so then you're going to take one for a half iron then well i mean like no he goes under four hours it's not no, but if, you, if, you're a, if you're an age grouper, an Ironman, half Ironman, I mean, I can see them having a vest on the run. For a 21k run? With like four aid stations? I'm Even not saying, I wouldn't recommend it, but I can just, I can see it happening. Yeah, I can see it. I've seen yeah. some wounding, I've seen some wounding use of camelbacks in events. Um, oh, we're but we, where were we? We're, we're on drinking fountains, and I think Sam and I, we've deliberated on this a lot. Mm. And we've tested almost every drinking fountain on the shore and we have pro we, we, we i think we both agreed on the best drinking fountain. the goat of fountains the fountain goat and you probably know what we're talking about because you you would have had it um you've had the luscious water stream down your throat a few times and that's by um i actually don't know the road name which is a shocker. It's on the, what's the main street through Tacoma? It's either Anzac or... Um, or Lake, maybe? Lake Road. Oh, no, the Strand, isn't it? <laughs> no, that's the first down And the main road straight through Kitchener, but you will be able Who's to identify me? this. It's slap bang in between F45, which is a... Oh, no, BFT. Yeah, BFT. The biggest fake... The biggest fake... Trend send. The biggest fake trend send <laughs> in the country and Movenpick. And you'll find a beautifully carved out piece of engineered granite mm. that's been you know there's been cnc laid into this beautiful bowl and there's three three drinking fountains mm. um spread around this mm. granite yeah that you can gently sip upon with your friends and it's not we're not talking sam presses the button i go over to the other side press the button it doesn't drop the pressure oh yeah. no the pressure gets better <laughs> <laughs> it's actually also awesome. yeah it breaks a few laws of of Fundamental physics. Fundamental physics. It's like the pump at the other end got turned up higher yeah. when you started sucking on it. And um, it has good good flow, good stream, enough water you're actually getting. Uh, it's got good height, so you're not having to, having to kiss the bowl. And you can enjoy yeah, it simultaneously. Non-metallic taste. That's what I, uh, my real pet peeve about water fountains. When they've been heating up in the sun, metallic taste. But a fantastic place to dine. Yeah. I'd even take, I'd take a date there, I reckon. I take a date. I pull up a chair. Pop her on one side. Me on the other side. I might do that. There could be a segment. Yeah, we could. We could film that. Take a podcast. date to your favourite drinking <laughs> fountain. Liam Bird. I said the next day. In a not close second, but in second is the Milford mm. drinking fountain. Equally powerful. Equally good stream. Just not. Just doesn't have quite the same mm. good ambience. Good not view. the same ambience. Good view, but um, you know. Oh yeah, the sitting's way better than the beach. The view's good, but the but the presentation of the water isn't anywhere near as good as the one in Takapuna. I guess if you're talking specifically that water fountain, I guess that is definitely top tier. Yeah, and that's why it's second. So if you've got some, maybe you're thinking, you're sitting at home thinking, um, these guys are full of shit. I know a bit of fountain. We want to hear from you because we will bike, swim, or run out there to check it out. The one, the one in uh, Rangitoto is pretty good. It's my favourite water fountain. In Rangitoto. Yeah, the one that's been stewing a little while. <laughs> in the tank? Yeah, yeah. From the back of the toilets? Yeah, yeah. The one Amelia refused to drink from. <laughs> Was it Malia's? <laughs> Straight from the toilet taps. Uh, as a long-time listener, Ryan, have you been able to identify any hype train, North Harbour hype slogans? 
you know, you've been a long time listener to the podcast. Oh, believe you've the attended hype. a lot of races. Yeah. So believe the hype. It's Definitely. Fine. Believe the hype. Big one. That is the biggest one. Chris Carl mentioned it to me the other day. Yeah. Believe the hype. We have um, Choo Choo. Yeah. The nice. classic Choo Choo. That's a good one in a race if you're actually passing someone. My Fantastic. favorite one is Sam's one. Sam's one. What was that one? Uh, the one you just said before. Um, like get real or something. Get a grip. Get a grip. Get, get a, a grip. grip. That's more of a personal one, but yeah, it's <laughs> used by the by the train. By As if someone's just made an outrageous claim. How about all aboard? All aboard. All aboard. Yeah. All aboard. It's just a quick one. It's like a how are you, mate? Yeah. My go-to is definitely the. Do you know what? No, my favourite one is No Deal from Sam. Oh, ah, yeah, no, no deal. deal. I think <laughs> no personal deal. one as well. I don't think we all like to identify with that one. No, I think it's not quite a bra- one. quite an abrasive comment. It's real abrasive, and I see that they know what they're getting when they receive it as well. Does it count as like when you when you're doing this thing? Okay, so that I reckon. No, that's if you see a girl you like and you want to fish her in. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I like that one too. I reckon yeah. the no deal is almost as bad as the thumbs down. I reckon it's almost at that. I quite like the thumbs down. I think well, the thumbs down is not effective. They're pretty similar. Yeah. I just think it's, it's brutal. Oh, it's absolutely rough. Yeah, yeah, it's a savage move. Here's a situation you use a no deal in. So you're on a night out and you're, you're in the club. Someone's approaching you. You're booking. You're like, oh, you're like, you're just, your eyes are deceiving you a little bit, and you're like, I can't do this. No deal! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that in the flesh, mate. Yeah. That was good. And then they know straight away it's a no deal. <laughs> and Sam Schofield. But you were no so deal. That, you were no deal. So that slogan there comes with it. With it, with it, with it has actions. To, it has, to it has that actions. Oh, so you got to get that cross. Almost, no, it's almost uh, aerodynamic position. Isn't it? Yeah. So it's more. It's more. It's like getting in the TT bars, but a crossover <laughs> like that. It's like the same way Choo Choo. Yeah. So no Choo Choo has that. No deal. Thumbs down. Yeah, so if, if we see you doing that, any of these uh, slogans or gestures out in public. What about, you don't know me, son? You don't know me, son. Yeah. yeah that's one. Do you know what sucks? Is being barked at, though, in a race. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh. I barked at Ryan at Nightcross, and I did not like it. Um, so he came back past me barking as well, um, but then he slipped over. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, I I like to use the bark as well. I use that Marai tie. It's a real mental one, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. really yeah. gets to people. Yeah. In fact, it turns sane people mad. rather than mad. Yeah. yeah I've seen some mad emotional response today. The first thought is, did that guy just bark at me? And then the second thought is, I'm going to punch that guy in the face. <laughs> he's too far up the road. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. gone. He's not got the watts to punch him in the face. Yeah. So he threatens him after the race. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mate, Sam. Whippets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boys, I've got another topic for us. Just looking at Sammy Schofield's freshly shaved legs. Look at Damn, that. Damn, Sam. You missed a patch here, buddy. Oh, yeah. um, the what savage from shaving your legs, shaving your arms, shaving your face. Have you guys seen that? that I just bought um, like half sleeves. 14 watts, man. Yeah, 14 watts for shaving your legs. And they've just released another one about um, how much you're cleaning cleaning your drivetrain. And, um, it's like another 10 watts, though. That's crazy. No, that's 20 watts. Shit. So that that's on brand for us, Billy. We performance de dehancing, right? Like buy this shirt, pop it up on the stream now. Yeah. Performance dehancing. Is it the one that um we endorse? PDDs? Yeah, we, we we endorse PDDs, performance dehancing drugs. Oh uh, yeah. So what would one of those be? Uh, mower. Alcohol, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? Because we think the competition's too easy. So let's oh, make boys. You got. I got a great topic. Yeah, the competition's too easy, so we need dehancing. Drugs. Speaking of um, performance-enhancing drugs, yes. Brian works at Rugby Sport. Uh, have you seen the new Olympics? Where it's just, oh. it's just um, how fast can a human actually go? So it's, it's drugs are encouraged. Uh, any thoughts on that, guys? The enhanced games. Enhanced games. The enhanced games. I think we already do that. I think it's. I'm on the fence, but I think it will destroy the Olympics. I don't think it will. I think the Olympics people will go just as fast we for have, reasons i just think the better athletes will choose to go to the olympics you want to have the same genetic caliber of athletes but also half of them do drugs anyway so yeah <laughs> yeah we had a discussion about this at work today over breakfast it was a very good discussion actually um i think sam's right well sam 
point was what most of the people thought of. You're not going to get that same caliber of athletes. And even those that take drugs are still going to want to do clean sport because they're cheating to win. Yeah. And mm. they don't want to be known as a cheater. That's why they try and have all these hiding mechanisms to try and mask their, their drug use. So what they're going to do is they're still going to be doing it and it's still going to be as prevalent in sport. However, yeah. you're going to have these fake senders that wear Apple Watches, um, camel packs that are going to be competing in these half steroids. Well, exactly. And, but they're going to be trying to push the limits and they're just going to... They'll be pushing the limits of not-so-good athletes. Do people take steroids mid-race? Is that, like, a beneficial thing? I wouldn't say... Oh, unless you probably injure yourself mid-race. And... What do you mean? Like, what mid-Ironman or something? <laughs> like, just a bit of EPO mid-Ironman. Like, what, <laughs> what drugs do people take mid, mid-race to... Oh, we have a guest! Hey! <laughs> oh, friend of the show! Surprise guest! <laughs> um, do you want to come on for me? Yeah, go sit with, go sit with the lead. <laughs> She's like, what the, the fuck's going on? Have you listened to any of these podcasts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry, no one listens, so no one okay, really cool. Yeah, it's live. <laughs> Good friend of the show. Yeah, we, so, could, we could drop yeah. some. Um, but I would, I think, I think you're gonna see a lot of people dying. Oh, I think so too. Because if you're allowed to juice up on every, anything you want in the middle of a race, you, or like in, before like competing, yeah. you're gonna be people jacked up on everything, and they're gonna be. Blowing blood vessels and, but like, do you not think that it, that is the factor that will make people watch? Like, think about MMA. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, I want to see someone die on the course. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's exactly. It's like horse racing. Everyone knows those horses die afterwards. Still a lot of money in it. Yeah, it's like it's just gambling. You know, people gamble on that sort of stuff. Yeah, and and, and it's been proven time and time again. All sports with violence have way more. Gets way more funding, right? Mm. Like boxing. Even the um, slap okay. games. Have you guys seen the slap one where they the just slap. slap each other? Yeah. Israel Adesanya, New Zealand's Kiwi, well, he's our biggest athlete. Yeah, he's Followed on social yeah. media. Let's now, fighter. Exactly. Also, I'm in terms you. of like monetary, like his earnings, right? He's got the most earnings ever. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Out of any Kiwi athlete. I think more power to you if you, if you say, I am taking EPO and I can run nine seconds for 100 metres. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Do it. I think yeah. so. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see some, like... But then again, you can think about, like, look at Kipchoge with his sub-two-hour, right? He did that, obviously, well, we hope clean. Um, but he did that being paced, right? But he was nowhere near a bigger star as he is now. He's the most followed track and field athlete in the world right now on social media. And he was nowhere near that. Hold on, hold on, hold, hold on. on. Ryan, you just won the only hunger half. Surely you're not telling me that Elliot Kipchoge's bigger than you, mate. Oh, oh I don't know. He so might be same close. Same so Yeah, you got a bit of a We're like, we're <laughs> Every day I'm like checking and I'm like, oh, I think I'm a couple of followers behind him now. But Has he got an Instagram? Yeah. Does yeah. he even have internet? He's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> mate, he's got like 500 mil in the bank. Hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not talking shit. Elliot Kipchoge. He's got a good net worth, but he just decides to live on a farm, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he lives that humble life. His, his family respect. lives out, out in somewhere in America. Yeah. Mm. He's not Kiwi. No, he's not. Did you say Elliot Kipchoge is no, Kiwi? No, actually. Uh, anyway, net worth's actually not that impressive. Like Three million. million. No, no 13.6 million Kenyan shillings. <laughs> <laughs> His career earnings would be way more than that. No, I don't know about those Google net worth things sometimes. Yeah, no, here it's, it's worth care. estimated to be 2.7 million pounds. Nah, no way. He currently makes 45... He can't... He currently makes 45,000 pounds a year. Nike's biggest athlete. Nike being the biggest... Surely not, yeah. No. I don't even know this guy. This, <laughs> She's better in the conversation. Do you know any track and field athletes? Uh, Billy Bowman, obviously. Oh, yeah, I'm a big uh, track and field athlete. He kind of more than Usain Bolt. I was going to say Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah Everyone knows Usain Bolt. He's like the Michael Bro, Jackson. Pretty short sprinting. Oh, Usain Bolt. But Usain Bolt's retired now, though. That's yeah, the he's, thing. He's still huge, isn't he? Usain Bolt net worth. Oh, he would be. Uh, 90 million. Yeah. Yeah, Usain Bolt, 12.6. Six Elliot. foot, 
Four inches, two different measurements. Two point two mil. That was right. Yeah, yeah, but Usain Bolt's retired. I'm saying currently. What's unique about Usain Bolt, right? Is he's like. <laughs> Look at my fair. Oh, he's, 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 like, he's like six inches taller than in height. More fair than, than the other field. And and that's why he peels out from that. He's actually better at 200 AM than one. Yeah, because he slows, he, he yeah. slows start, right? Yeah. Slow start. Um, Do you know who Mo Farah is? Yeah, totally. No. no. Cool. <laughs> Who's another field? Now, Ryan isn't Usain Bolt, but he knows about finishing in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's always that's that's pretty much a wrap. I think. Have we got any? Are we had fake centers? Uh, oh no! Oh, we've got a huge, we've got oh. a huge, huge um, segment here. Is there's, there's a nervous look on his face? We've devoted an entire segment, recurring segment, to Ryan throughout this podcast, and it's called. Is, is that, that really zone two? Zone two. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ryan trains in zone five the whole time. Ryan, you are a zone five athlete, and as we predicted, uh, a lack of zone two has resulted in injury. <laughs> hey, and hey, sickness, hey. And we're, and we're only injured. Liam Bird, you have sickness more than me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> the only injury. It's only a marginal one. You know, it's just a strain of the tendon. We'll be right. We'll yeah, be Achilles tendon. No, 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 no. It's the uh, posterior tibia tendon. But you thought it happened from cycling, is that right? Uh, yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> on my bike. Is, uh, Sam Schofield pushed me a bit too hard on the spin. So, yeah, so for the listeners, uh, if you've been wondering where this whole Is That Really Zone 2 segment come from, well, it was inspired by Ryan. Uh, Ryan sleeps in Zone 2. Yeah, he sleeps in Zone 2, and as he wakes in the morning, uh, ice bath at 1am. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're not going to be a successful human. Ice bath, spike that cortisol, and straight and, uh, into red light and, then, and then straight into redlining, straight into redlining on the bike, on the run, and in the swim. Train it to race it, mate. Uh, that's why you know you don't become only a half marathon champion without uh, training. Are you course bike. record holder as well? <laughs> <laughs> Far out. Hopefully, it would be nice. Are you course record holder? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Astros. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Right, we out. Have you, no, I think he needs to submit. Like, we need to submit a couple of examples of when you should have been in zone two, but you weren't. Or, you know, the many times I've dropped Liam Bird on hills out in the rides. Um, you know, him and I like to have these little battles. Um, he likes to think he's a better cyclist than me, but, you know, time and time again, I prove him wrong. What's your FTP, bro? I don't measure FTP. I measure up heart rate and distance. But we do measure biceps, and Ryan's were smaller. <laughs> hey. I was not part of that. You're you like your biceps? Oh, I'm not. Shitty, come on. Nah, the mystery. The mystery of what it could be. It'll be bigger than Ryan's. He was 27 and a half. You were 27. What were you? 28. For 37. Oh, surely, <laughs> surely I'm a 30. I reckon let's get it on, Shindy. Okay, surely my right arm's bigger. This scene may not be advised for some viewers. Sorry, are we on your top? Oh, it's got bigger biceps. Oh, that's like that's way sure. yeah. far out. Oh, yeah, we'll give that. We'll give that. It's almost a 30 volt. It's a 29.5. I call it 29.5. I was from What, pole vault? No, it's not pole. Pole dancing. Right. That shit's hard. <laughs> Calm down, bro. <laughs> Chill out. She's not in the base, base, mate. Back off. <laughs> <laughs> I get these guns. Wait, so I beat all your... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was 29. I wasn't 25. Hey, I was shaking there. I was like, I gotta win. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta win. <laughs> I think you're actually better off going right the way, right? Like, if you... Yeah, like, I think so. Cobra hit What about that? Ryan did <laughs> Ryan did that. Just look at him. Ryan did that. Yeah, no, if, I, if, I'd, if I'd done that, you know, I would have been Sam, just saying, but... Would be the first surprised! Time. My bicep's that big. So, conclusive evidence, uh, if you want big muscles, don't do triathlon. Oh, that's not incorrect, that's actually. Like, if you want to be the fastest, then you've got to have big muscles, because I'm still the fastest. And um, what? And you've got the biggest bicep, so yeah, I'm I got the biggest bicep. Yeah, I've got the biggest bicep. Which, if it's still recording, imagine it's not hey, you can see on the reflection. 
No, you can't actually see the. Oh, you can't. You can't see the red dot. <laughs> no, yeah, it's similar. Oh, it's good. Um, well, actually, one one thing before we wrap this up, didn't Liam Bird um put a post up on the stories for fan questions? Yeah, do we yeah. get? Now we've got no feedback. <laughs> really? So I would take no feedback as a real improvement from all the negative feedback. So just neutral. <laughs> neutral. We're back to zero. Yes. Please. We're now looking to move forward in life. We'd like some positive fan feedback. In fact, Shindy get provided some the other day. What did you say? I just lolled really hard at, at one. I listened to one podcast. Yeah. And because uh, I was bored at work. And I, I was like trying so hard to not laugh at work. Who was the funniest? Yeah, who's the funniest? This is the real question. Oh, that's tough. Which episode did you listen to? I don't even know. I think it was the latest one. Was Professor Graham Schofield? No. Nah, it was a group of you guys. That would have been Anyway, I think I, I think it's Billy. That's yeah. biased. But, but I think I think that's because I've got a longer, you know. Yeah. Mm, there's a long time. We just had our first piece of positive fan feedback, Liam. Oh, no. Maybe growth mindset. See yeah. what it achieves. No, we had positive feedback. Anna. Anna gave us positive feedback. She said she actually found it funny. Yeah. Not yeah, the podcast, I, the man. I also went to engineering, so my sense of humour is probably... A bit skewed. Yeah. yeah. So, um, do you think no one's listening anymore? That's why there's no feedback. No, no, I, no I there's definitely listeners. Stats. There's... And 450 listeners. Oh, when did we post the last 450 unique listeners? There's no way I've said the 400 people. 2.6k listens. I've got quite a lot of email accounts, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Are we at Hotmail 1? We're Hotmail 69. Yeah. Dragonslayer 69. <laughs> it's just all Billy. 69% female listeners. He's the one giving negative feedback yeah. and the positive feedback. Yeah, we've had nothing. Well, that concludes episode 14 of the Heart Training Podcast. Thank you for listening. You are now an endurance athlete. <laughs> Thank God that's it. Ryan, I'll close <laughs> the statement. Ryan, yeah, you got to do it. Haiku. Race me. Only hung a half marathon next year. It's on. And then believe the hype. Believe the hype. That wasn't very enthusiastic. Believe the hype. Woo. Chris Carl, we're coming for you.